Hi, everybody. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, we are doing uh, setting creation and uh, definition for our uh, wide open, shared, freeform uh, Northern Great Lakes Red Markets uh, campaign setting thing. So, um, as a bit of preamble for you listening, uh, the idea behind this uh, campaign is shared between technical difficulties and several other. Uh, associated podcasts like uh, what, Role Playing Exchange. Uh, I would hope so. Uh, or do you want me to leave? <laughs> well, oh, oh, okay, Greg, stay, stay. Uh, but but the idea is, it's going to be instead of being a singular campaign with like a single person playing the market and uh, a group of people playing consistent group of takers, it's a pickup campaign. Designed so that basically anybody who wants to can run the market on a, on a um, like weekly basis, session by session basis, uh, and anybody who's available can just drop in and play as their taker. So uh, trying to find new dimensions to add technical difficulties to. Exactly. So it's a potluck campaign. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very appropriate for our setting. Bring your potpourri to the party, <laughs> and uh, yeah. At least see how it goes. Um, so we have with me today, Chris. Yo, Greg. how's it going, guys? Hello, uh, Laura. Hello, Internet. Lonnie. Hi. Uh, Patrick. Hello. And me, Ethan. Okay. So to start with. Let's talk about the sort of macro level setting of where we're doing this. So it's in northern Minnesota, basically. Uh, so a couple of things we need to figure out. First, uh, Laura, with your inside knowledge, uh, where where is the nuclear wasteland? <laughs> okay, the nuclear wasteland. Canonical nuclear wasteland. <laughs> we're sorry, Ken. Well, Ken is. For- Canon, as far as this goes. Right. Okay. Well, we can start with whatever Caleb's defined and change it if we need to. So, what happened was that um, essentially east of Lake Superior, mm-hmm. anywhere that had a big old population center, mm-hmm. got a low yield nuke on it. Specifically right. mentioned is Quebec City, Sherbrooke, St. Jean Sur Richelieu, and I apologize for butchering that pronunciation. Montreal. <laughs> no, it's Richelieu. Montreal, yeah. Ottawa, Toronto, Mississauga, Hamilton, and Niagara Falls. Okay. So it's from the mouth of the St. Lawrence River to Detroit. We have that many low yield nukes, or is this more LOL future tech? Oh, yeah, we have that many low yield. Oh <laughs> God, Greg! America, I'm man. so sorry to inform you, but there are enough nukes in the U.S. to kill the world like five times over. That's don't true. forget. Before don't forget, Caleb, and you have done more research on this than I have. I'm sure, America could like just drop its sheer mass of like just twenty twos. On that but, world, and it would yeah. be about about the equivalent <laughs> destruction of yeah. No, no, that's just from you know occasionally scooping up history into my brain. Yeah. 
Okay, that reminds me. I need to take my antidepressants. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> also, also, even better, remember that there's some discretion as to what a low-yield nuke is. <laughs> Quote, where it got close to the U.S. border, they dropped Moabs instead. But close is a relative term when picking your flavor of vaporization. Actually, there's a thing in the BBC literally today about the Moab they dropped in Afghanistan. And Moabs actually aren't that big. Like, the whole BBC no. article was, was like, huh, this this yeah. didn't actually do that much. Like, IS is still fighting in the area. It's not, the, like, it's not the same as a nuclear weapon. Yeah. Like, it's not just in the, the same ballpark. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, so... Fortunately, that means that our, our side of Lake Superior is probably mostly untouched then. We don't have to worry about Lake that. Lake Superior the one all the way in the east? What'd you say? Lake Superior, the eastmost one? No, Lake Superior is the westmost one. Yep. yep. I am failing geography. Okay, so if you're looking at maps, which is oh, okay. I kind of recommend you do. <laughs> hey, hey, I got a map now. All right, so we have Lake, Lake uh, Michigan is the big one that looks like a dong that hangs down and hits Chicago. God damn, I could never unsee that. You not see that before? <laughs> okay. It had, it had just been a long, skinny thing, and now I have the balls, okay? It looks, it looks more like a... I mean, it, it sort of looks like a like a, like an eggplant. <laughs> I said eggplant. Lake Erie's the better <laughs> lake anyway. <laughs> you and your... Hey, hey, hey. I heard what you said, Greg. <laughs> I didn't. You want to go? <laughs> Lake Superior is the one above that, <laughs> the northernmost one, yes. the largest. Look, my understanding of American geography is you have the East Coast with like New York, and then west of that is, I think, Texas, and then you have the Pacific. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. You are you're not right. wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. This is, We're sorry, our country is stupid huge. This is for context, slightly north of Texas. Um, <laughs> That's how it goes, right? You have you have going you have New York and then Texas and then the Pacific. Yes. Right. Okay, Saint Lawrence. Well, you forgot Las Vegas. Right. Where is the Saint Lawrence River? The Saint Lawrence River is the one that goes uh, from Lake Ontario to the sea, to the Gulf of Saint Lawrence. So southern. Uh, it's it's on the border between the U.S. and Canada. Oh, there's very good. We're going to be closer to Lake Superior and Lake Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Our, our our whole Erie and Ontario. Okay. Now, now the other complicating factor here is uh, where the recession loss divide is. So, canonically, they said the recession loss divide is on the Missouri River. I mean, of uh, the Mississippi River, which, if you're looking at a yep. map of the United States, so it's up on it's on the the start. You know, all the way down from Louisiana, it goes up on the on the eastern border of Arkansas, western border of Mississippi, Tennessee. Up through the border between Missouri and Illinois, the border between Illinois and Iowa goes up the border between Wisconsin and Minnesota. But then, uh, about where Minneapolis is in Minnesota, the the river actually goes through Minneapolis. Yep. And then it kind of goes through central Minnesota, but it becomes a lot smaller there. It is not that far north. Um. Chicago got fortified. Okay. Um, so is Wisconsin part of the loss? I don't think so. I think, yeah. hang on, if I can find the uh, proper note on where it divided. 
Um, sorry. Uh, sorry, I should have done this earlier. Okay. It's all right. Out, out reading, actually. Okay. All right, Chicago's de facto command center for the retreat um, into the east. Um, basically, where the De Plains and Illinois rivers meet. Um, I need our map of the rivers. They don't really show up very well on Google Earth, unfortunately. No, they don't. Here you go. I have one up already. Ooh. Okay, so Illinois essentially get Illinois, um, along the Illinois River gets um, evacuated. Okay. And um, basically they have fortified, um, like, from Chicago west where the Plains and the Illinois Rivers meet and then down to where they meet up with uh, – where they meet up with the Mississippi in Grafton. Okay. So it looks like – uh, Wisconsin, and that would not be in the recession then. Oh, great. This proper Wisconsin is in the loss, yes. Are you mm-hmm. talking Grafton, Illinois? I'm. Yes, we're talking Grafton, Illinois. There's a, there's a shitload of Graftons. There's a Grafton, Wisconsin that it was. Is it like um, Springfield? Yes. Um, so Grafton, Illinois, is just north of St. Louis. So that makes sense. Okay, perfect. So that means that we have a lot more territory to deal with than I thought we might. So that's great. So, so we actually have um, potentially all of Wisconsin and the northern peninsula of Michigan. I think Michigan is also in the loss. It's Sorry, in the session. The mitten would be in the recession. It looks yeah, like the uh, upper peninsula. Yeah, peninsular uh, Michigan would be in the yeah. loss. Yeah, UP. They probably blew um, I-75 um, north of Mackinac City. Oh, so I can practice my, my uh, real nasty Uper accent. Well, also, if um, yeah. Sault Ste. Marie got nuked, the upper peninsula of Michigan is not being pretty happy. Uh, let me double check that. I don't know if St. Marie got nuked. Got nuked. There we go. Uh, yeah, I don't have a St. Marie on here. Hello. Okay. It's not on the list. It's not on the on the nuke list. So. Well, I mean, it might have, but it's just not on the specifically mentioned list. I, I, do, I do feel like it would be interesting for us to have some issues where, like, the in the eastern border, the northeastern border of our setting, there are, like, nuclear just as an option for job creation. Like, Yeah, but if it's, if it's set in Minnesota, the only real big city you've got there is Thunder Bay. It's yeah. not that big of a city. <laughs> I was thinking more of like the eastern shore of Lake Superior, maybe, or like the Lake Huron region, because Toronto's like not that far east of Lake Huron. Yeah. Okay. So, so if Michigan, the, if the midden part of Michigan is in the recession, uh-huh. yes. and they're using the um, 
Great Lakes, otherwise as borders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michigan is dealing with um, not some very unhappy fallout because I see four of the um, cities on the list like real close. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, the east coast of Wisconsin is probably also dealing with some fallout. Yeah, potentially. Although. Yeah. The way nuclear fallout works, it would mostly go east from where the bombs got dropped. Because winds? Yeah. I mean, you're saying this like it's a bad thing, and all I'm, all I'm hearing is plot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's going to be parts. I think there, there can fairly be parts of our setting, the east, like northern, northern uh, peninsula. Michigan and maybe East Shore of Lake Superior can have some views. Okay. But the nice thing is that means Lake Superior is almost completely in the loss. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. I think uh, Michigan is also the like yeah Lake Michigan would be the um, border between the recession and the loss. Right. So that would be mm-hmm. heavily patrolled, obviously. Oh, yeah. Like, shoot on sight. We don't care about anything. We will sink you. Yeah. Shoot so that gives, yeah, we definitely don't need to have a job set there. Yeah. So that gives us two potential, uh, it's like big lake um, plot things. We have one big lake that's uh, like pure loss only. <laughs> and one big lake that's the border <laughs> So you can both use both of those for job creation. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Now I don't have to worry about arguing to get Duluth in the recession. <laughs> I mean, in the in the loss. I want to Duluth in the loss for reasons. <laughs> Great. Yeah, people who know better about the boundary line than me, where do you think Catfish would come from? Because his backstory is that he was, being a bait, he has crossed the line Probably from living fairly close by. So Chicago, from Chicago, then yeah, Chicago, yeah. yeah. Or you could do uh, like Kalamazoo, somewhere in Michigan. He has, he has strange ideas about what a pizza is. <laughs> Grand Rapids in Michigan. Yeah, Grand Rapids would also be good. Okay, Grand Rapids. Traverse town. I'm not. I'm not doing an accent. I'm not doing an accent. That's all right. Good idea. There's Grand Rapids. I may or may not do a Michigan accent. I haven't decided yet. You say Michigan, and all I can hear is Fargo. Okay, first of all, that's a North Dakota accent. Oh, no! Yes. Second of all, I had a roommate with the thickest Fargo accents. <laughs> Thirdly, Michigan is evil. I mean, it's not as bad as Ohio. I had a college girlfriend <laughs> from Rochester and a and a room, college roommate from Minneapolis. And man, they bag and bagel. Big and bagel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big and bagel. Tell somebody from Minnesota. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, that is that answers kind of the biggest um, issues. So other things for context here of things that are going to sort of be thematic mm-hmm. uh, for here. Um, so there's a lot of land and natural resources in empty space out here. Mm-hmm. It's relatively uh, low population density, except for the large cities. Um, tons of wood and lumber would be available. 
generally speaking, and there's just a shitload of lakes. There's a reason why it's called the Land of 10,000 Lakes. It's not inaccurate. Uh, so what I'm picturing is a lot of tiny enclaves literally on lakes where you leave the lake to go get food and resources that are not on the lake because not, not on the island in the middle of the lake because that's where you put people. That would make sense. To build floating on clays. Yeah, because most of these lakes are very small. Like they're really another small thing, lakes. Yeah, another thing you might do in that case, if you have narrow passes between lakes, you know, you sort of have uh, this by a geographical, I think that's what an isthmus is maybe, lake, strip of land lake. Mm-hmm. Yep. You yeah. might have essentially people who have barricaded that space. Yeah, that would work too. So you would have people so who are on, on the dry land, but use the lakes as big parts of their enclave borders. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. There we go. Let me in, you guys. Um, Minneapolis is a dead zone. Yeah. Is it a dead zone? The entire Minneapolis metroplex is a dead zone. Let, let's be clear. Um, cities are awful. Right. Yeah. However, <laughs> <laughs> the thing was take the um, population density before the crash mm-hmm. and move the decimal place to the right. That's your percentage chance of dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, however, there would also be large, like, ex refugee populations from those large population centers of people who did live in those population centers and got out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, you will have people from the various parts or communities of Minneapolis, for example, um, setting up, potentially setting up enclaves mm-hmm. elsewhere. I see three reservations yep. in reasonably close proximity. They look big. Oh, there's also one in um, South Dakota that's not very far, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. So on, on a regional level, um, there would be the potential for trade with like the Great Plains in the West, North Dakota and South Dakota, mm-hmm. which are even more sparsely populated than Minnesota, like way sparsely populated. Um. So yeah, Fargo be- made it out just fine because it's not a, it's not as densely populated. Uh, okay. Um, and uh, so, I, I think sort of the common regional challenges in the that's going to be kind of like common challenges or issues for all of the enclaves and all of the takers in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be stuff like um, like cold weather and potential uh, food shortages in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of this land is forested rather than developed farmland. And uh, it's really cold in the winter. Yeah. Bonnie, some background noise. Um, my mic was off. I'm not sure how. Okay, hold on. Yeah. How's that? Is that better? 
I could be wrong who had the background noise. It was yeah, it was, it was a woman's voice. Yeah. I don't know. I've been keeping my mic off for the moment. Hold on. Okay. Fine. We're also getting some like crackling from somebody, which I don't know what that's from. Probably not. Yeah, that's Laura. Sorry, I'll go try and use a different computer. Hmm. So um, that's going to be a common challenge, just like food production and um, and uh, war, like cold, cold weather things. They are going to have like more more wood than you know what to do with. Like fuel, like wood fuel is not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh water is not going to be a problem. Electronics will be a problem. Probably yes. Yet. Odds are, considering the area, weaponry should also not be a massive problem. I would say that's true, yes. Yo, dog, I heard you like arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a vibrant sporting community in Minnesota and Michigan. Probably starting to run low on ammo for guns. That that is an issue, actually. Yes, because um, I'm not like an expert on this, but my understanding is that most uh, ammunition manufacturer currently is done in the south, in the real world right now. Um, Israel. I mean, like in in the U.S. Yeah. Again. Yo, dog, I heard you like arrows. But yeah, um, so bullets may be a little dear. But firearms won't be. Um, gas probably will be a little less um, accessible than it would be in other parts of the of the country. So uh, as Patrick noted earlier today, um, Minnesota is the leading state for ethanol production. Yes, that's true. So it would, it's, but it's a, it's an open question how well they'd be able to keep that going. In- ah, Jesus! Oh my God! What was that? <laughs> I think we just got haunted. Sorry. Technical <laughs> difficulties. It's our name. Basil's cack. Um. So, um, well, ethanol production um, is primarily based uh, currently on corn production in in the U.S. So unless you have wide-scale corn production, a lot of that ethanol stuff, you're going to have to find other sources of use for that infrastructure or different sources of fuel inputs. So I'm not saying there's not going to be any ethanol production, but it's probably not going to be like a... You might have like an ethanol plant <laughs> uh, that it's still sort of like managed to keep in production. <laughs> that might actually be a really interesting idea for an enclave. Yeah. Because they would have, you know, I, they would have the ability to produce that sort of thing. Though that or biodiesel um, production. But yeah, mm-hmm. ethanol, ethanol industry in Minnesota, yeah, it could be a really interesting uh, plot of some stuff. I think they're also high up on wind farms, aren't they? Hmm. I don't know about that. It would be worth. Yeah, I was just skimming Wikipedia article on Minnesota yeah. at work. One of the first things I had is like, yeah, it's pretty good on renewables. Wind power. Which type of renewables? It specified ethanol production and wind farms. Okay. Yeah, well, no, probably not solar. No. Solar ridge wind farm. No. no. What the heck are these things? Yeah. 
Yeah, sure enough, we're near Lake Benton, in Buffalo Ridge. So wind farms. Is somebody making a note of these, or should I be doing that? Uh, you should be doing that. Okay, I'm going to be doing that. Make make a study make a document for setting inf- generalized setting information. Yes. The, sure. You know. And now sitting here with two computers, so one can record me and the other can show me information. Nice, nice job. Um, Hopefully, less crackly background noise. Yes, yes. Sorry, computer shit. No worries. And also, okay. feel free to look at stuff in Wisconsin, too, because Wisconsin also is a... Well, the entire state of Wisconsin can be in our setting. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, technically, most of Illinois can be in your setting, too. Just uh, not Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um but I mean, actually, like, well, I mean, stuff west of Chicago can be like northwest Illinois. Once you get so, like a little bit south of that, it's just kind of like uh, maybe like kind of just too far to be out of our kind of the region we want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep in mind, we're not. We probably don't. We're not a mobile mobile like we're mm-hmm. used to with um, cars. We're right. limited to how far a person can walk in a day and or horses. And I don't think Minnesota is big horse country. Not sure than you'd think. They'd probably, I mean, they would have horses, but not. it wouldn't be like, yeah, like Kentucky or someplace. You can mind I'm from Maryland. <laughs> be like, just horses. No problem. Um, or we'd have a big enough horse industry to like, reliably be able to use them as like universal transportation technology for the entire region. I don't uh, think, think you can use horses. horses in five years to change that either. Probably not, no. Yeah. Freshwater, uh, lumber, guns, supply, demand, bullets, um, gas, supply, electronics, Power and uh, ethanol. Okay. Yes, ethanol inputs. <laughs> Electronics. Um, make sure that, uh, link to this just so that, uh, I mean, it ha- already has the same sharing permission. But, uh, ah. There's the group new chat. Crossover city. Wisconsin state insect is the European honeybee. Oh dear. Better than the African? I mean, that's just taking jobs from hardworking American bees. (laughs) Exactly. There it is. (laughs) Joe Mayfair, resident Brit. These foreign bees. Well, I'm not a resident. That's the point, isn't it? (laughs) Fair enough. All right, so instead of got okay, can I see the rest of the folder? The idle noise meme has um, made it to more people. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, so I can see. Okay. Uh, 
I, I would jump in to help with the uh, enclaves and the general setting info, but uh, I'm view only. Oh, weird. Yeah. Trying to give everybody edit. Uh, um. The Illinois River? Yes. You know, here's a fun one if you want an archivist enclave. Mm -hmm. Fort Snelling. Yeah. Um, it is on the Mississippi, though. It's okay. If it's north of that area, then it's it's, it's fair game. Where is Fort Snelling's? It is... Uh, Hennepin County, Minnesota. <sighs> There it is. Historic Fort Snelling. It's right south of Minneapolis, looks like. Yep. Oh, my God. There's a Rochester, Minnesota. I thought you meant Rochester, New York. No, Rochester, Minnesota. That's where the Minnesotans are. That's where the Mayo Clinic is. Oh. It's where Bagana has several branches. Oh, it's right, it's right next to the airport. Yeah, that's a no-go. <laughs> I still don't see Fort Snelling. Uh, look Look for the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. The golf course is right next to it and then the fort. Yeah. Well, on the topic of archivists, I don't know if a company called Iron Mountain has any uh, holdings in Wisconsin, but if there's a lot of businesses that are based there, they might. And Iron Mountain is a, is a document and information storage place, which means they basically have huge archives. But no, I definitely uh, saw Iron Mountain vans when I was in America last summer. So, yeah. yeah, there's one in St. Paul. There's one in Bloomington. There's one in Egan. And their like, oh. physical information storage facilities are like badass. They're like yeah. the old salt mines or um, missile silos, you know, that kind of thing. They have a <coughs> management shredding operation. Service Say the name of uh, this company again, Patrick. Iron Mountain. Oh yes, Iron Mountain. That has we gone use up. them. Oh, you we do? use them. Yeah, we use them. They're on the archivist now. Cool. Because Iron Mountain archivists. Yep. That's like, what they do for a living in the real world. Yeah, they're, they're the equivalent of a gold mine in the carrying economy. Cool. Nice. And that's actually also in southern, uh, looks like in South Minneapolis and in St. Paul. So that could be actually a, um, that could be a potential micro enclave that's like fortified itself inside the limits, inside the yeah. limits of Minneapolis. Also, for legal reasons, let's call it, I don't know, Steel Hill. <laughs> Steel Crag. It's so awesome. <laughs> well, that's neat. There's a there's a stables right next to a gun club just south of Minneapolis. Nice. Oh, great! Oh, that, got, that got raided so fast. Ugh. That's just gone. That's just gone for years. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just having this scene of like there's a guy who like wakes up in the morning, is like cleaning his gun, looking out over the horses, and then like turns on the radio and it's oh god, the world's ending, the world's ending, and he's sort of. Sighs and just like puts on the hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Speaking of, one of the micro enclaves should probably be preppers. 
Oh. Oh, they're gonna be preppers every which you wear. I feel like, oh, yeah. like you're just gonna yeah. run into like when you're going through the just uh, on the random the, leg table. Oh, yeah. we found a bunker. <laughs> Guys, yeah. Uh, no, that's in there. Survival is in the winter. That's on the leg table. Well, it'd be crit success would be they all like dead. died. Yeah, they're all dead, but they died <laughs> of something that didn't taint their goods. So like yeah. some someone came in with uh, tuberculosis or something and they shut themselves in, everyone got tuberculosis and died. Right. I, I, I can actually see a crit success, a crit failure, a success, and a failure. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> all have to do with death. you find a bunker. <laughs> I, think, I think the crit success is a bunker that the prepper na- never made it out to. Right. Yeah, there's that. Well, yeah. there's also the infamous um, uh, filing cabinet tower. <laughs> it's kind of a prepper. <laughs> Anywho, uh, is there anything else we need for general setting? or? Um, let's see. Um, anything we feel like we've missed? Don't think so. Uh, I think a very major export of the general setting will be accents. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> accents. Got it. Thank, thank you, Ethan. You're, you're the best. That was Chris. <laughs> well, no, adding it to the document. Okay. Very good. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Can anybody think of other like major regional um, demand items that they would need? I know for a fact that Wisconsin has almost no energy. Hmm. Um, like they get almost all of their energy from out of state. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Michigan was nearby. No, do you yes, know? the Upper Peninsula. Uh, Flint. Upper so Peninsula. clean water. Well. Flint's not on the Upper Peninsula, though. So yeah, like, right. Flint's in the Mitten. Yeah, there's two halves of Michigan. So the Mitten can't be doing real well, though. I mean, it's some. It's oh no, no, it's gonna suck. Like they're gonna, they're gonna want. And, and the lot th- of the recession sucks a lot. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it just—it's not zombie infested. Yeah, we can run through the basics of survival. Like, you need shelter. Mm-hmm. We need food to break down food. You need both protein and. Um, Carbohydrates and vegetables. Yeah. Food, shelter, water. Um, because zombies, we need defense. Um, so we need both passive defense and um, weaponry. Because we have so many active woodlands in the area, that's actually really good for hunting. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a plus for us. Yep. But we will need we will need weaponry. That's important. Mm-hmm. A major um, import would probably be gunpowder. As yeah. my sports have taught me, uh, Minnesota has both bucks and timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And badgers. No, that's Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, no, no. I just mean, like, endemic species. <laughs> Let me get all biodiversity on you, buddy. Though mm. so the timberwolves would be a good name for a gang. Done. Groups and I guess walking uh, is the box. My apologies, fellow NBA fans. I failed, but okay. Um, I have this feeling that a lot of Minnesota either uses hunting rifles or has gone back to archery. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, so water, so shelter, uh, food. 
water, defense, uh, and energy because it's fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, clothing. That's probably an import. Yeah, there's supposed to like a, a oh, well, I, and trapping trade. Cold, cold weather survival supplies. Yeah. Yeah, survival gear is very important. So, um, Rating ski resorts. Anybody know what you need to actually turn animal hides into like leather and warmth? Um, well, depends on how nice, how well you want to do it. Yeah, proper tanning. Uh, you require some pretty astringent chemicals, like if you just want to like make hides, you can actually do it pretty easily, like dry them. Yeah, like you know, Native Americans do. Yeah, you could skin a wolf and just probably the, do the, again. Yes, <laughs> be like, let me show you for a lot of money how to do this. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, so I, I would totally bet that the um, reservations are like the economic powerhouses of the region. Mm-hmm. Probably, at least the ones that survived the, you know, uh-huh. insanity. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, I think we are um, ready for enclaves. One, one other okay. thing that I think I should bear bears mentioning. Um, so, um, overall transportation uh, infrastructure. Um, the highways would not last very long in good traversable condition without constant uh, maintenance because uh, frost eaves in the wintertime will break them up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be. It's not going to be a very good, I think, uh, region for for cars to travel long distances. ATVs. Yeah, you're gonna need ATVs and trucks and you know, snowmobiles. Yeah. And sleds and dogs and horses and exactly. No. I did a ride. That's a uh, lot. Yeah. Roads are broken and unreliable. And there's bridges everywhere, too, that would also go out. Oh, yeah. Um, you betcha they are. I mean, the good news is there's a lot of lakes, there's a lot of bodies of water, but they're not really interconnected. No. I don't think I see that many rivers outside of the upper end of the Mississippi. Yeah. The, Mississippi. Uh, the St. Croix. Probably a lot of... Um, Taking a vessel across a small lake, hauling it up on your shoulders and portaging it to the next lake and, you know, continuing on your way that way. Yeah, like the very northern edge is uh, called the Boundary Waters, and there's tons of stuff like that. Uh, I know because Boy Scouts go there all the time. And other people too. Yeah. Portage. Oh, also the um, the uh, Wisconsin River goes down to the Mississippi from lakes, whatever lake it comes from. Lake, I want to say, comes down from near here. It's like central. It's not. It's not a a, a 
a region that's sort of like defined by its river traffic mm-hmm. in a way that like Missouri is or something. Nope. Okay. So that's that's good. Good information. So cars are going to be less valuable than they would be otherwise. Okay. All right. Okay. Let us turn our attention to enclaves. Okay. <laughs> so we have several arca- <laughs> enclaves. Already. Yes. We had some prepared earlier, listeners. Because we kept talking. I shall read some of them to you. Mm-hmm. The ones that we have finished actually making a thing-ish. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we're going to start with Mayo, which is run by Reardon. Mm-hmm. Which is um, a hospital that was seized by a cult of Randians who have pressed the medical staff into indenture. Mm-hmm. Those fucking Randians. Always make everything worse. Yes. Something, something free market eventually are, will get better. Something. Are you sure they just weren't already there as top medical executives? Yeah, no, that's the idea. Yeah. All right. They, they were seized by the farmer reps who turned into Randians. Mm-hmm. Ugh, big pharma. Big pharma Randians. Even worse. Mm. Uh, turn- as somebody who works in a medical profession, I have to tell you how much I hate pharmaceutical reps. Yeah. So, so the exports are medicine, in air quotes, <laughs> and the imports are weapons. <coughs> so they basically run a, monop- a sort of a regional monopoly on really good medical supplies, but mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. use that. They they maximize the market power that they get from that. Um, <laughs> did, did we say they were proponents of a homeopathy? <laughs> I judge about that, but we can make it real if you want. Like. I was going to say, they're not proponents of it. They just offer it as one of their many services that you can have. <laughs> they're, they'd be happy to sell you for money. They do not care whether their medicine works or not. They only I think, care I think that they're, they're definitely I think they're definitely like practical homeopaths because medical resources would be so scarce. Mm. So like, yeah, we just dilute it enough and thin it down enough that it's still effective. Yeah. Like that down that path, homeopathy lies. Well, the other, the other part of it is, is they have working medical technology. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they would have, they would have actual access to sensors and the really things that make uh, hospitals useful are not the, not the drugs, but, Infrastructure associated yeah. with the facilities yeah, and, and the skills of the staff. Yeah. It's like basically the only level one trauma center that survived. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Level one. <clears throat> okay. So okay. Uh, I mean, having weapons. <laughs> they have to keep importing those. How, how did they survive the initial crash? Uh, I um, think. I, they I, locked everyone out, basically. They may have been um, initially fortified by the government because medical facility, um, unknown biohazard. So they may have had a, a, a defensive infrastructure set up for them. Mm-hmm. And that might also be sort of the initial uh, defensive population. You know, they may have a militia there that are rebels or um, former soldiers in another fashion. Mm-hmm. Maybe the uh, Junta was um, proselytized into Randians. 
Right. I don't think they were like hardcore Randians before. They were just ruthless capitalists yeah. who were like, well, yeah. it's ruthless capitalism. Business is really working for us. It probably it's probably like, hey, Go more I mean, another thing that could be a really great defense is that they are fucking useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you don't want to kill the only doctor in town. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Initially fortified by army, um, political leverage now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, competition. Who in the area do they hate? Kennel. Kennel. Mm-hmm. Kennel. Who we will go over next? Social structure. I think we've sort of established this already. We have um, a militia, the main power group, with the farmer reps, the managers. I was going to see that emerging from the inevitable black market that would arise in that like high tense. Uh, high tension, like limited medical supplies situation I mean, of the crash. If if they're Randians, then it's clearly an, an ANCAP structure. They're anarcho-capitalists. I don't think they're really anarcho-capitalists, though, because they have. Oh no, they're not like Randians wouldn't be. I mean, they're more like it's more like a like a rigid caste structure. I think because there's the Randians, the ones who are like in control of the, the stuff and are working to met you know to to maintain yeah. their power. And there might be whereas, a slave system going on with the Yeah, doctors. whereas most of the actual doctors and people who do the work uh, are basically their slaves. Yeah, uh, I think you mean employees. Yes. Compulsory there might employees. even be some like dark <laughs> twisting of the Hippocratic Oath going on oh, as like, no. part of the leverage. They could probably. Yeah, they're trying to find the economy's uh, uh, table. Hmm. It's on 250... All of the big guys have their own personal physician who they treat very well. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so they're medical patrons. Yes. Yeah. Wait, so that, does that mean like some of them are doing it for the exposure? <laughs> they're, they're patrons of the sciences? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Kill me. Kill me it's now. Not, it's, not slavery. It's, it's not slavery. It's doing it for exposure. Mm. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> it's internship. Build up, building up your portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> Bring this, fix this man's leg. It'll, <laughs> it's, it'll you're be, just it'll working on your curriculum vitae. Your CD. Yeah. So some of the potential like jobs or uh, ideas, like they would potentially hire um, takers to get medical supplies for them. Or sourcing materials, or even to simply prevent someone else from having medical supplies. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, Just to just like you know to go, you know, blow up some somebody who's creating you know pills outside of there. Got the list. From what the description has been so far, I think a feudal might be the best descriptor. Yeah, probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. Feudal. Or exploitative. Probably more exploitative. ¿Por qué no los dos? Help, help, I'm being repressed. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> but I, I feel like they're actually in a pretty good um, um, economic shape. Yeah, I think, if anything, yeah. they're doing, they're, they're rising. Because they have better. so much I, stuff nobody else has. They're, uh, Okay, so rolling in the red pills. <laughs> okay, so that's Mayo. All right. 
So their um, local competition is Kennel, mm-hmm. which is run by Westminster, a formi- former Husky Breeders compound where they train uh, sled dogs and use runts and mutts as food slash fence control. Mm-hmm. Their exports are trained animals and veterinary slash medical experience. And their top imports are food. Mm-hmm. So defenses. Puppers. Running kites. So the way I see um, <laughs> kennel is, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a husky breeding facility, but huskies are loud, loud motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they constantly make noise, so the kennel itself would be surrounded by casualties at all times. Nice. So mode of casualties. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I came up with a very sick idea, which says Mm -hmm. something deep and dark about me, where, uh, if you starve a bunch of, uh, huskies and you have a potato cannon full of ground beef, Mm -hmm. you can, uh, use them to kite casualties. Oh, 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 yeah. Jesus, Chris. (laughs) Thanks, Benson. I work with animals for a living. I love them very much. We could also say it was um, not just husky breeding, but um, they did police dog training, so they would have access to things like those badass, um, you know, those those uh, German shepherds. <laughs> no, I was going to say the the suits you put on the guy who you're training the dog to attack. Yes, you know? yeah. carpet armor. Yeah, yeah. So carpet they, have, they have great carpet armor. Like you can walk, you can walk through a horde of zombies of those just fine. Yeah. So you're saying they all wear fur suits? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. No, no, that's a different enclave. It's better than fursuits. Yeah. And also, another defense is that these, like uh, mayo, they're also useful to have around. They're the only people who can dra- train yeah. stra- sled dogs in the area. High demand stuff, yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah, sled dogs would be so nice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay, and uh, social structure? Well, it sounds like um, this place would actually be pretty small, so it wouldn't necessarily be very dis- differentiated by like social blocks. It's probably more um, you have one or two executives like really influential people and then the people who work for them mm-hmm. like more like I a gang even, than, a, than a neighborhood I wouldn't even say that I would almost go so far as to say that this is a collectivist uh, society because oh, no. all these people work together <laughs> they all if you were the kind of person who bred dogs before oh, the loss and no, are still no. breeding dogs post crash you're, you're a, a weirdo they're a pack yeah, yeah. they're a pack Collective slash pack. Got it. Mm-hmm. Like okay. it. So there is an alpha. Westminster is the alpha. <laughs> no, that's not how pack structures work. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Westminster is all the time. Westminster is is in charge because it's his job to explain people to people that that's not how pack structures work. <laughs> and I know you're doing this just to fuck with me, too. I'm, I might be. Uh, slash yes I am <laughs> absolutely <laughs> guaranteed <laughs> most of the reason for have, with Mavis, um, so these guys are ourselves Sorry. <laughs> then we have Valentino 
Oh, uh, one last thing. I would yep. say economically, kennel is falling. The, the economic um, column was for during play. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't have to fill that in. But we, okay. I like, I like it if we do, if we do have a sense of like whether they are and or whether yeah, they're. I, I th- Why I would you say they're falling? Because there's just not so enough of them, yeah. and they need so much. Yeah, like they, their top yeah. import is food. Yeah, they, yeah. they have so little going. They have a lot that needs to come in, and so little going out. Like they're valuable, but they have way less to support. They'd, they'd be doing better as a subgroup within a bigger enclave. Yeah. Mm. And also, un- unlike Mayo Clinic, which has like freaking MRIs, you can actually breed your own dogs. <laughs> it's the training. Yeah, part. It's the training that's really doing. Yeah, it. sure, you can train, but like you know, they're, it's not, they're, 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 they're high specialized. They yeah, don't, don't have enough of the baseline yeah. survival. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so um, then we have Valentino, which is yeah, Adam explain Orphan <laughs> Flash Academy. Um, that is black math and um, all the adults are male and named Roger as is the leader blame Adam Limehouse okay I'm just reporting also it's gay yeah apparently he made, yeah. made a point you can put that down yeah. in the I looked at him and went are you going with the uncle evolutionary theory here and he goes now I am the super oh uncle. God. No, 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 no. Here's, here's how it goes. This was a very traditionalist school. This is like 1920s British uh, public school. Rum, so, sodomy, and the lash. Exactly. It's not that they're, they're actively gay so much as they still have faggot. Okay. Fuck. Yeah, this... <laughs> how that goes. Okay. Everything more monastery-like. Well, it's sort of the same thing, you know. I'm going to say, even in a era of heightened education and understanding of these issues, um, way too many people equate gay with pedophile. So that's... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But like, think, how much, think how much creepier they'd be if they were dressed as schoolchildren, though. Oh. Exactly. Oh. That's why I'm thinking oh, about this they are the long-term investment in the future, apparently. Training the next generation. Okay. Right. So that's why I'm thinking, like, upmarket, like, private academy. They got, like, really good teachers. Except they went, oops, they're black math. Now they're becoming more lost project. Yeah. <laughs> so if you see some motherfucker in short trousers and a blazer, run. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you see some fucker in short trousers and a blazer outside of the academy, that means he's on his final exam. That mission. And you're fucked. Or he's an Australian guitarist. This is getting Village of the Damned. (laughs) Getting? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that was entirely my aesthetic when I was suggesting it. I like it. So defenses. I think defenses are... um, it is a weapons class. Mm-hmm. I mean, also walled. Walled, okay. Yeah. So walled and highly trained killing badasses. That's right. And they're all they're all killers. Everyone uh, is roll sixty three hit girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Or you know, everyone is Batman except killing. So everyone's Damian Wayne. Yes. Anyway. You can say maybe in their backstory, the reason they're all called Roger is they have some like messianic leader who they're modeling themselves after. Oh, I like that. Yep. <laughs> Nothing better than the sublimation of the self for the long-term goal plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than a plausible backstory explanation for an <laughs> overtly <Yeah>. absurd film. <laughs> I was just, we're ruining his absurdity. I was just well, going to say they had a copy of The Phantom Menace, but the audio track was messed up except for the droids. <laughs> Roger, <laughs> Roger, <laughs> Roger. Roger, Roger. Uh, I'm not going to... It's hard for me to... I don't know what competition they're going to have for... The neutral, maybe? Yeah, I'd say maybe New Hamar. Well, New Hamar, I, I, I envision as being a hot, really good for weapons um, provision, but not so much for actually like active duty type stuff. I think there might be less competition than um, we're expecting from having you know the column mm-hmm. to talk about all the time. Because keep in mind, these are all supposed to be small places that have to mutually cooperate. Right. Plus, also, you know, black math. They're probably... It's like living next to a live grenade. Right. <laughs> Who are you going to <laughs> They're not playing the same game. They don't have competition. Right. So, neutral? Neutral. Okay. Uh-uh. And social structure. Monarchy, quote-unquote? Fuck if I know. Theocracy? <laughs> I like school hierarchy. Like school hierarchy, mm. it is. The scratcher is the headmaster. So wait, yes. Head so master. basically, it's tribal. Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the economy should be steady state. Okay. Oh, it's called Valentino because if you look outside, there's a sign that's like St. Valentino's School for Gifted Boys, and mm-hmm. Valentino's the only bit that's left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if there's a St. Valentino. Fuck it. There is. Shut of course up. there is. St. Val- I mean, the Valentine. Is, it, it, is, it is a string of letters put together. There's probably <laughs> Just They're fans moment. of the um, Golden Age actor Rudolph Valentino. Just remember, though. The field trips are tremendous. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, don't don't run into a field trip. And no one has to sign a permission slip. Every, no, 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 oh my god, everyone's hiding in the tall grass because there's a school bus going along. That's amazing. <laughs> That'd be um, great. No, 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 they would not use a school bus. That's cheating. It's much too easy. You have to be able to survive the trek across the land. Oh, now I'm just seeing like a, a field of corn with like hockey sticks sticking at the top of it. Like, <laughs> yes. Lacrosse stick. <laughs> there it is. There you go. No, they Reeves. would probably have hockey out here. More hockey than lacrosse. Yeah, hockey. That would be amazing. Okay. So the last of the ones that have been fleshed out beforehand is Split Rock. Yeah. Run by Captain. Which is a menagerie of houseboats. <laughs> <laughs> Centered around the Split Rock Lighthouse on Lake Superior. Yeah. Um, their top export is fishing. Mm-hmm. Their top import is fuel. And uh, I think their defenses are the fact that they're on a fucking lake. Right. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're, 
they're not on a lake, though. I mean, they're on a lake, but, you know, there's still a wide open area leading up to the lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, their backs to Lake Superior, really. So that's, I don't consider that a defense. I think their defense is they're just way the hell out and gone from everyone. Yeah, remote. Oh, so isolation. Okay. okay. Um, are there pirates on this lake? Is that their competition? Yeah. There's, there's, there's got to be lake pirates. pirates. There's always lake pirates. Yeah. Um, social structure. Tribal. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. What if we do with what if we what if we go with odoism? <laughs> uh, we kind of touched on that already with like Roger and the pack. Like we we've co- we've sort of delved into elimination of self and collectivism. A boat. Odoism is Dante must die mode for playing this game. Uh, uh, maybe pirate. Yeah. Are they pirates? Yeah, uh, maybe they're a pirate economy. But they export fishing. Oh, hmm. so. Uh, the like baseline definition of pirate is that they are raiders who go out and you know d- um, only live by stealing. Yeah, through threat of violence. And are capitalist <laughs> and cap boat people. <laughs> I feel like there should be some hierarchy to reflect, um, you know, ship hierarchy structures. What if the land? Yeah, but what if their their um their sort of their land base is uh, like a yachting club, and that's why you had all these boats in one place that you could tether together to make houseboats and uh, row boats out there. Is there anything Um, like that over by the Split Rock Lighthouse, though? I don't know if there is. uh, Apparently, Aaron. Our enough uh, cliffside that they can make structures. On it. Yeah, I can see actually the cliffside. There's a really mm. cool cliff. Um, Near future, the yacht club happened. Or it could be a ferry station or some other infrastructure there that they could put some um, hierarchical, pre-existing hierarchy into. It would work. So, what can we describe that as? Um. Let's see. I'll just write it down as hierarchy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, now we are into things that people had ideas for that we haven't fleshed out uh, yet. Yeah. So, Ethan, take it away. I think Mar was yours. Yes, Newhamar is my baby. So, uh, currently there is a, a really big um, uh, Somali immigrant population in, in uh, Minneapolis. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's very tight-knit. And um, so, Hamar is uh, the local name for Mogadishu. So, this is, a, this is a, um, an enclave of, founded by, by that Somali immigrant community. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're they're very um, um, clannish and exclusive. Basically, if you're not a Somalian, you can't be in their enclave. Well, now we, the tribal now we know that the social structure is tribal. <laughs> All right. Very explicitly tribal. Yeah, quite ethno tribal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're um, 
the 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 thing I had envisioned for them is they're actually going to be a very um, sort of in, in uh, tech engineering like um, like especially um, vehicle engineering um, centric mm-hmm. place uh, because I have a lot of people who just have training in that in that uh, field of uh, auto mechanics and stuff like that. Uh, particular, particularly. Um, they, they had a lot of people who came from Mogadishu um, who had been um, technical manufacturers uh, in, in Mogadishu during the Civil War, um, and, which is, you know, mounting heavy weapons on the backs of small light trucks, mm-hmm. uh, which became an extremely valuable uh, skill set to have. <laughs> very near future. <laughs> Lots happens. What'd you say? So we're positing very near future if folks from the Somali Civil War um, are still up on their um, technical skills. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, welding's welding. Like, you, you're welding Could be a second Civil War. machine guns who haven't been, which hasn't yeah, been. Yeah, do we really want to do that to Somalia? I do. I mean, I second think it's. Civil War? <laughs> What'd you say? A Monster. No, I'm just saying, like, the Savali Civil War ended, like, two years ago. Like, like now, right? Real time. Like, a lot of the people living in Minneapolis are first-generation immigrants from Somalia. Yep. And they still will be, I think, in the red market setting. Okay. I mean, they will, they'll be a little older, probably, or they might have trained their kids. Or Yeah, it'll be 25 years in the future now? Uh, five years since the crash. It depends on when you want the crashes. So, like, That's probably, true. like... The first year, people like the the people who actually had experience in Somalia in during the Civil War are probably older, mm-hmm. but they would have had that. They would have had a lot. You know, they would have had a huge jump on the comp- competition as far as training other people to do that when the crash hit. Okay, so tech, engineering of vehicles. Uh, what do they need to import? Uh, they would need to import um, mechanical supplies, probably. Or in, yeah. Tools, fuel, um, metal. Yeah. So they grow their own food. What'd you say? They grow their own food. Um, What what geography is this situated in? Because you're sort of describing. You sort of talked about this little like Chinatown kind of area, which would be in a population center, right? Yeah, it would be. So I was originally thinking they'd be in Minneapolis, but since we're saying Minneapolis probably doesn't have a lot of people in it anymore. Hmm. It could be the outskirts. Well, if you look at the map of Minneapolis and where um, uh, their neighborhood is located, um, it could be the sort of thing you might be able to actually cut it off from the rest of the city. Maybe. Because it's um, on the south side of the river, kind of in the, in the bend in the river. This is my personal bias, but I sort of thought we'd be uh, closer to, um, like, Superior National Forest, because that's, once I zoomed in, that's, like, where all the lakes were. Yeah. Well, they can still be down there. Okay, they're just kind of far down there. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if we also have the possibility of areas in Wisconsin, North Dakota, South Dakota. Could also just be that these guys all relocated at the same same time. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say they could really be anywhere. Yeah. Like, they could just have gone someplace where they're gonna have the in- infrastructure that they need. So outside of Duluth, you think? Yeah, they uh, might have would, gone out and found like a junkyard. 
I would prefer them to not be in Duluth for, for selfish reasons because of a job I've already written. Okay. Um, Wildwood <laughs> Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids is in, is in Michigan. There's a Grand Rapids in Minnesota, too. Oh, is there? I don't know. Yeah, that. it's off uh, Route Two. I'm. I just. I didn't. Oh, yeah, sure enough. I'm looking at a map. Is yeah, all. that's a good, that's a good place for it. Uh, yeah, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. The other Grand Rapids, <laughs> La Prairie, Cohasset. Okay, and their defenses. Um, are there defenses that they're mobile? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Their defenses are that they're heavily armed, like w- way more heavily than <laughs> anybody else. Okay, and um, it sounds like they sell to everybody. Uh, oh yeah, definitely sell to everybody. So they are neutral on the competition. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Patrick, you had an idea for Iron Mountain. Yeah, so I was thinking of. Um, so there's a company called Steel Hill, we'll call them, or something like that. Steel, Steel Crag, high metal. I don't know, but um, basically a. Um, I think Iron Mountain is generic enough. You're fine. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, um, so information storage repository for a um, for a company that whose job is document and information secure storage. Um, they tend to be based in locations that are in already inherently somewhat secure. So think old salt mines, think missile silos that have been decommissioned. Mm-hmm. And then they take those already hardened locations and then harden them up a bit more because fuck it, why not, right? Um, so my thinking there is that we have either a carrying economy gold rush town where you have the, the this gold mine essentially set up and then shanty town. Or you have a cathedral of um, archivists. I say to go with the archivists. Yeah, yeah, I'm with I'm with uh, Laura there. That's more interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So who is their leader? Ooh, throw it to the room. Uh, I've already I've I've the place. Anyone got suggestions? <laughs> the archivist. Um, it's probably the head archivist or head librarian. Mm. Do archivists have naming conventions? How about Dewey? Dewey, Dewey. Dewey Decimal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That was wait, an interesting wait. sound, Laura. Hold on. That is not a... Dewey Lewis? <laughs> oh. It is... No. Just His stop. friends are the news. <laughs> Just stop. So now Just we have stop. Dewey, Dewey, hey and no, Lewis. no, I have it. Carnegie. I can go with that. Librarian rant. Medical Dewey catalogs things in terms of public libraries. <laughs> complete and utter shit for um, trying to deal with archives. Yes. This is completely okay. separate. <laughs> Somebody has been triggered. <laughs> so Carnegie is sustained. Laura, Laura, Laura got angry. Get a minor charge. <laughs> <laughs> Laura got ranty. Okay. Uh, um, are we still just calling it Iron Mountain? Yes. Yes. 
Well, it's not, it's not, I don't work for them, but I work for someone who uses their services. Uh, so, so do I. So do I. Um, what sort of facility would we say then? Salt mine or um, missile silos are the ones that I've heard I about. Like going salt mine. I like salt mine. Salt mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sounds good. So I mean, we've already mined salt. salt at least once, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Salt mines are really good for um, preservation. Hey, there's Salt Cave, Minnesota. Yeah. So does for salt. Hang on a second. My cat is trying to eat my foot. Uh, top import would probably be pretty much everything. Yeah. Mm. There should be some things that they need that they, actually, that they have. The business where they made a made a room out of salt. They need tech. They always need more servers. They probably also always need fuel for generators. It depends on which way they're going for the art for the storage. Are they going hard copy storage or are they going tech storage? Probably. Imagine if it's a salt mine, it would be hard copy because you're going for a low humidity environment. Yeah, that's my thinking. I don't think they actually have salt mines in Minnesota, but that's okay. <laughs> they do in our universe. <laughs> we can do the research on what exactly our mountain they is. They have copper mines. Hmm. Yeah, probably copper mines. Iron mines. Tons of iron mines. Iron mine it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably why it's named that. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fire. Okay, um, so they export information. I would say they should import food. Yeah, food is a, is an obvious. They also sell to everybody. I'm going to phrase that as expertise just because it fits slightly better in the box. Okay. Uh, what did you say their import was? Food. All right, food, food. Wait, I, I'm editing the document. I don't see... Oh, I'm, it might be because I'm also editing the document. I Wait, am I the, am I the only one who can't edit the document? I can't edit the document either. Oh, um, I don't see you in this document. Are you the anonymous Wolverine? They don't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. Um, Here, I'll, I'll paste in another... I mean, I'm signed in as me. I'll paste in another shareable link. I might be the anonymous. No, no, Lonnie, I see you. Okay. Yeah. I could see anonymous Python. Uh, I'm in the same version that Ethan is in. I see information, food. I don't see anything else. I don't have Ethan in here. We might be looking at different versions of the same document. I see you in here. I don't know. Okay, uh, here I is. doing all this stuff. Oh, wait, you're signed in as technical difficulties. I do have Ethan. Yes. I am signed in as active. Okay, so I've got Greg, I've got Ethan, I've got an, two anonymous people. I might be one of the anonymous ones, but I'm, I'm signed in as me. Um, oh, hey, I can edit now. Hooray! Wait, which one are you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not important. Okay, who pasted in Covenant? That would be me. All right, I had an idea. Okay. But I'm waiting till you guys get done with Iron Mountain. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm out of it, so... I think they are also neutral. And I think they should be collectivists. Yeah, archivists. No, no, they should be theocratic. Yes. Yes. Mm. 
Very good. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, one, one question. Yes. Uh, I, I do really want to have like the economy rising, falling, that sort of thing right. for uh, Split Rock and New Hamar. Yeah. Because that, that, this is going to help me generate game ideas. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably say falling for Split Rock and rising for New Hamar. Yep. Yeah, I think business is good in New Hamar. Could I hear justifications on that? Okay, so uh, New Hamar is, um, uh, you know, maybe we could say falling for New Hamar potentially because yeah, there's I, only there's a limited amount of like, inputs to their main. They're always looking for like customers who like actually have the inputs that they need, like new vehicles and weaponry. Right, and the roads are failing. Where um, yeah. there there isn't all that much ammo, so there's yeah. a general shift towards reusable weaponry. Yeah. Or ones we can make ammo for. Uh-huh. True. So they're a boutique they're a boutique operation for car and for cars and roads are failing. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um so split rock. I would argue rising because the fish uh popu- the fish stock should be recovering. Ah, uh, true. Such a massive uh human die off. Yeah. True. Okay. Let's put in justifications for the rising fallen for uh, GMs later. Okay. Actually, the human and other apex predator. This as long as the, they didn't get too much radiation. Yeah, well. But, you know, that's, it's in five years. I'm sure they've... <laughs> it makes the fish tasty. That's right. Okay, um, kennel is falling because they're too specialized. Mm-hmm. Um, mayo is rising because... Um, Everyone needs health care. Monopoly. Freaking monopoly. <laughs> monopoly um, on in-demand... Okay, and Iron Mountain. Um, I think they should be steady or falling um, because everybody still alive now has um, gotten their act together on food. Um, so, I, I, I mean, we're Iron Mountain is a gold rush economy, though. Yeah, I'd say steady state. Yeah, they're sort of sitting on a lot of money that they can, as needed, All right. uh, meet their Maybe, needs, but then they're not making more of the, the information of the documents. That kind maybe, of thing. maybe Iron Mountain is a bubble. Yeah, they, they have money and nothing else. So at some point... They're, they're soon to crash. Yeah. Unless they can find some other sources of income. Or make themselves self-sufficient because they're a theocracy worshipping the idea of preserving... Um, information. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Like we got our mountain. Ethan, uh, Covenant. Okay. So, we were talking about survivalists and preppers and that sort of thing. And I happened to notice uh, on Park Lake, a um, bit north, bit out of the way, a bit, bit west of Duluth, um, we have the Covenant Park Bible camp. Okay. Oh God. Okay. We have the rivals stool across the lake for Valentino. 
<laughs> so I was thinking that one thing that goes hand in hand with doomsday prepping is the idea of doomsday. Mm-hmm. It's on a lake. It has access to, it has access to food. Um, it's heavily forested. There's a nice big, what looks like could easily be an armed compound right nearby <laughs> at the campgrounds. So I thought, yeah, sure. All the doomsday guys went there to wait out the apocalypse. It's got to be believers. Yeah. And then we've got three believer factions. Is there anything else we could do? We've got some raiders. We've got some believers. Maybe we could have a DHQSFOB at some point. I've got an idea for that. All right. As do I. This is Covenant League Bible Camp. Yeah. Oh, uh, Adam Bible Thorns- Camp for Gun Nuts. Bible Camp for Gun Nuts. Okay. Found it. So, Bible Camp. Um, yeah. Uh, defenses. They are all armed to the teeth. (laughs) Doomsday preppers. (laughs) Prop exports. Zombie killing services. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Rogers do it for money. They just do it. So (laughs) that's a gap in the market that does need filling. Yeah. So what functions does religion provide, though, if they're Bible nuts? I mean, this could be more of a soul-saving redemption. Maybe they also. Oh, that's hello, Adam. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi Adam. Uh, this is okay. not the Adam we're blaming for the Black Math Orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> Open links. Um, let's see. A casual killing services. Uh, oh, maybe they in- provide funerals. Oh, God. Yes. Jesus. They can right. specialize in, in actually closure. Like maybe they're. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, the closure a, and clear. they may have a different theological um, viewpoint on, on the zombies than you're a normal person. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> given that we already have blank math, what if they're like shepherds? Oh. Uh, that does not go terribly well with preppers to my brain, or at least. Yeah. Ones with a lot of guns. I, w- I, I would I would maybe argue that they could be a kind of believer that it's not like shepherds, but still treats zombies differently than like your normal taker does. Or maybe the maybe. the chosen. Maybe crusaders. A zombie convalescence home. <laughs> you just rope in granny and drag her out to so pasture. Here's my thinking: how we make immune if you really want. What if they're chosen? What if they are all latents? Oh God, John. Ooh, yeah, non-clanive. Everyone hates how, them. Right. Competition. That's how, everyone. That's how the theology factors into it because they believe they are the saved ones. Yes. And there also, it is. Say, and also that uh, maybe slightly similarly to ba- Black Mass, they feel like they have a duty uh, or an obligation to put down mindless undead. Yeah, they failed. Yes. Casualties are the fa- are people who failed to be chosen. They yes. lapsed. They lapsed in their faith. They were left behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So top import. 
God, bullets. Yeah, uh, uh, no, ammunition. People. People? People. Okay. So does this mean that there isn't really, like, other local enclaves don't really have a latent ghetto? Like, if you go latent, you go to these guys. Like, you may not be a believer, but you go to these guys. Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. So they're also quarantined, essentially. Casualty film services and quarantine. Cool. Okay. Uh, social structure. Um, I, I would say not the- theocratic because we've already got one of those. Um, and the whole people coming in um, would not work too well because then, then you have the, pe- the people who do believe and you have the people who are just there because that's where you go when you become a latent. Mm-hmm. Not um, theocratic, but they have a church council. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, they might have uh, uh, elder board. Yeah, elders. Yeah, it's more like the heart the like the hardcore believers are the ones who are in charge of the enclave, like set policy and stuff. Tribal? Not like they don't let anybody else live there though. Mm. That might be um, feudal. The people at the top are the believers. Feudal. They call themselves the deacons. Yeah. Yeah. Um economy, rising or falling. Oh, there's always demand. <laughs> there's always there's demand. demand, but they but they also die at a reasonable rate. They'll probably be steady state. No yeah, one wants to rate. hire them ever. Yeah, no, I th- I think it's falling because yeah. latents always blow up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I. Oh Jesus! I heard go to half and half. Um, let, let's get a quick head count. Chris. Falling. Uh, Ethan. Uh, I honestly would say rising because there's still so much demand for their service. Even if people don't want to hire them, there's okay. so much other people do their job. Lonnie? Falling. Patrick? Um, yeah, you told me to it. Falling. Uh, Greg? Steady. All right. I heard three falling, one right. rising, and one steady. Sucks. I quit this campaign. <laughs> You're out. Sorry. Adam Thorsberg, I forgot to count you. That's uh, okay. I was going to go for rising. Yeah, see? Right. You're the deciding vote, Laura. <laughs> One of us. One of us. Uh, I would actually go for steady state. I think the their immigration balances uh, people who, you know, Turn into vectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps it keeps expenses down. Yeah, but that's why I think it's economy because no one wants to hire them because you know you have to shoot the guy in the head. Yeah, yeah. Well, hire the guy to shoot the, the zombies, but that guy turns into a vector. But and, well, then they take care of them because yeah. they're all latents. Then why wouldn't you just shoot the zombies yourself? Okay, but at any rate. With all the voting, that's three for falling, two for rising, and two for steady state. That's fine. Let's go falling. Falling has it. Oh. Sorry, guys. All these things are, like, relatively dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, like, snake handlers, so now we have zombie handlers. So if you don't have faith in a lord, you know, you you get bit, or, you know, so they have a lot of uh, uh, serum to, like... You know, help people get right with the Lord. You know, so more latents. Okay. So now, so now okay. the question they're is: not is importing ammunition, they're importing suppressant. Okay. Yes, okay. holy water. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh God, forced conversion. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh that's fucked. All right. 
Castle Danger. Uh, that was my concept. Greg, start us off. Um, okay, so looking at Google Maps, um, northwest, um, northwest of Duluth, there is a place that is just called Castle Danger. <laughs> so obviously that immediately jumped out. Um, it's only an unincorporated community, so it's um, not that populous. In fact, uh, Wikipedia says there's only like 30 people. But it does say that it was started as a um, uh, lumber company. So my concept is maybe this could be the location of the um, uh, DHQS because they use the lumber company as a front. Yeah. That's cool. That's really all I had. I like it. So is it one of those towns that's like a street with three buildings on? Yeah, it's like... I mean, literally. Like, there's like a lodge and like some houses. <laughs> looks so, pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so we sort of have that with a few, let's say, like, burned-out cars, and that's your perimeter fence kind of thing. Uh, like a diner, a, say, a gun store, um, and a house that's just a house. Hang on, hang on. I'm looking for something. There's, there's a motel. There's going to be a castle. There's going to be, like, founded by someone... Who had more money than sense and build like a faux castle? Right? What it looks like on the on the map is that it's pretty much just like a big resort on the shore of the lake. Okay, there's more okay. like so it's a D, it's a DHQS settlement for um, lumber. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just for you know force projection on the north north coast of the of Lake Superior too. So and force. Projection. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay, uh, defenses, DHQS. Um, now, now are they are they on the down low or does everybody know they're DHQS? Oh no, it's gotta be on the DL. Okay, so um I so very well funded. So their front is that they're just a uh, they're just an enclave on the lake. That's actually into um, the recession. What'd you say? They're an enclave on the lake that smuggles lumber into the recession. Yeah, it's not really a smuggling operation, though. <laughs> yeah, they mysteriously have a very high rate of success in getting their cargo through. <laughs> Seems like. <laughs> <laughs> like they got some connections there. Top exports, lumber. Mm-hmm. Imports. Second. Sure. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking intelligence network. Like, yeah, we, we don't fuel and food a lot, so they probably want info. They don't really need imports in the because they're funded by DHQS. Yeah, they're propped up from the outside. But if they're on the down low, they have to buy something from the rest of us. So if they're if they're logging, why can't it be like a beast of burden, like you know livestock or something like that? So like you know you're trying to keep a low profile, you know big heavy engines make a lot of noise. So if we had like livestock, so it could even yeah. be like you know they have draft horses that they log with. I wrote that down as transportation. Okay. Maybe they're actually um they're the things that that's <laughs> alive right now. 
Say again? They're keeping kennel alive. Oh, okay, yeah. So they import dogs. They're buying all the sled dogs. Makes sense. All right, that's noted. Um, competition. Uh, I mean, just people finding out about them and cutting them off. I'll put them down as neutral. Uh, social structure, people don't go in, so we don't really know. Right, yeah. We don't know who their leader is, and economy unknown. I mean, they would. I would think they would have some sort of figurehead person who's like their supposed leader. The mayor. The mayor. Mr. Okay. Dungeon. Greenfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Renfield. <laughs> uh, mayor Renfield. Chris, talk to me about Knott's Bury. Oh, Knott's Bury is just that. It's a turkey farm. It, no frills attached to it. It is a uh, a farm that did turkeys before the crash, and now that they're surviving on selling people turkeys. Okay, import would be food, like, you know, corn. Yeah. I'm going to put down veterinary medicine. That works. Yeah. Another import would be uh, veterinary, veterinary medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, livestock feed. Okay, I'm going to note that they also do subsistence farming. Uh, let's see. Defenses for Knott's Berry. Uh, isolation, mainly. Isolation, okay. Uh, competition, they should be neutral because they sell to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Social play- structure is tribal because it's just a family. Okay. Anarchist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> ANCAPs. They're anarcho-capitalists. <laughs> uh, economy. Rising? Well, if the output of turkeys isn't matching the yield, then that would be a declining one. Yeah, I'd say that's why it's steady. Okay. I'm going to note the leader is Pa. Yes. Uh, Paul. G-A-W. Very good. Oh, God, there's going to be a mission where somebody shot Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. No, no, no. Paul just, wants to find Paul wants you to find the man who got his daughter pregnant. <laughs> oh, uh, Adam, just so you know, Paul's last name is Dodge. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it all comes together. Um, I feel like be a, um, a a hippie sort of costume that um, concentrates on the um, green side of the food pyramid. Yeah. Well, you, you do have an interesting dichotomy, though, if you have one, one group that's actually kind of into, like, corn for, you know, livestock feeding purposes, and you got the ethanol plant that's actually using it for fuel. So, I mean... Yeah, that's a huge dichotomy. Yeah. So, it's, you know, that could be a good, like, play against it. Yeah, I like that. Where do they have hippie communes in places? We've got the uh, corn for livestock group and corn for ethanol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was when I was reading around Minneapolis, they they did say, uh, they did say that one of the largest like agri mm. companies Drugs. is is um, based in 
Adelaide has its offices there, so there might be some big like corporate oh. farm that has like fuck huge fields and fuck huge farms uh, and a lot of the the drone infrastructure. Okay. Yeah, and it still um, might be, and and again, it might be propped up by GHQS because it's it's still it might be affiliated with Castle Danger. Yeah. Okay, so we've got three places that need naming. The vegetable farmers, the corn for livestock, and the one Patrick was just describing, the corn for ethanol, that's probably LSU. Um. Also, um, are we going to um, um, do the um, the Chippewa reservations as like enclaves? Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah, we need to do that, too. Can we speed it up? Because I need to go to bed at some point. Catch yeah. um, those out and basically say they're your tribe. Which one? It, um, <laughs> Beach Lake is Chippewas? I've, I've got Beach Lake, there's White Earth, there is Red Lake. Red Traverse, there's Lake Traverse, there's one nearer to Duluth. Uh, Beach there's Lake has within the uh, reservation, the Chippewa National Forest Supervisor's Office, which would make me presume that's the uh, Chippewa area. Can we do Leech Lake and uh, Fond du Lac uh, Reservation? Because they're right next to the cross-country ski trails, and that seems interesting. Yes. And multiples are not bad. Um, Leech Lake Reservation uh, Fond it would also just be good to have more than one so we don't just have the Indians as a thing. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's, more, more, it's more interesting to have. Red Lake and White Earth hate each other. <laughs> that would probably be more of a we learned what the actual cultures are. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to name the hippie farmers um, Hope. Okay. And Abby is the leader. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Um, defenses. There's a lot of isolation going around that seems appropriate. Yeah. It's Especially almost because all these are smaller. The top, frozen Midwest. The top export is food. Mm-hmm. Top import. Energy. Tools. Tools. Yeah, yeah. they're hippies. I'd say tools. Could be just labor, really. In that case, if it's like if they're and green. Okay. Um, the competition, social structure, and economy can be done later, I think. Uh, corn for livestock. Anybody give me a name. Hmm. Um, we who dwell behind the rose. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Chris, that's what it comes on. Monsanto. <laughs> Just Monsanto. I, I thought about that. No, no, no. no Tra- they will sue and own you. They will get us uh, taken off the earth under law. San Manto. <laughs> what if it's more like homey in their uh, their advertising like that? It's what was North. This is Emily, but it's like Pepperidge Farms kind of thing. Northwest of Duluth, there's a city called Meadowlands. Meadowlands Farm. So it's not just the Meadowlands. Sickening labor now. What was <laughs> I was gonna ask what was uh, the character the family name of the the family and the base raiders that owned all the corn? Oh. 
Oh, no. oh gosh, I don't remember the last name. Provasic. Anyway. We'll, we'll say Ranger because the name was the Night Ranger. Game, uh, Ranger family? It's not important. Let's move yeah. on. It's Ranger Farms. The leader, leader of Meadowlands. This is corn for livestock, not the, you know, uh, Monsanto clone for ethanol. Leader is Granger. Sure. Yeah, I'm into it. Granger. Okay. I Granger. Think I- no, Granger. A. Okay, defenses. Guns. Okay. <laughs> defenses, Bubba. Yeah, no, no, they they are very much about watching their livestock, their corn. Uh, top export. <laughs> corn for the livestock. Uh, top imports. Fuel. Fertilizer. Fuel and fertilizer. fertilizer. So they're getting shipped from the turkey farm. Yes, they are. Yeah. All right, a name for the uh, Monsanto clone for ethanol. Uh, Ranger Clones, was it? Oh, shit. Uh, what was the name of the co- corporation from um, Better Off Ted? Or what's, ooh, Scoop, what's the name of the company off Scooby-Doo? Sure Agridine. <laughs> Agridine, it is. Ag- uh, and the leader of Agrodyne is named Phillips. 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 Yeah. Mr. No, no. Phillips. Yeah, Phillips. Phillips. No, no, it's not Mr. Phillips. It's just Phillips. Yep. We'll fill that in later. Chairman. <laughs> Defenses. Drones. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Drones and probably the DHQS. Exports. Fuel. Because they have yes. an on-site refinery. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, imports. Tech. Yep, tech. Mm-hmm. And food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like the reservations require some actual, like, yeah, research. Yeah, definitely. Not be assholes. for me. Um, and then we need uh, a wind farm. Great Plains. Uh, Zephyr's Bounty. Ooh. Oh, that's even better. Alia. And terrible. <laughs> well, they're named that now. Um, the leader of Zephyr's Bounty. Zephyr? I feel like there's another wind, Greek god wind... Do. do you mean Iolus? Or Ryzen? I can't spell that. Somebody else needs to come in and spell that. Wait, okay. no, 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 no. Oh. Even better. What's the name of... Uh... Oh, Airbender. Ang? Ang. Ang it is. I like it. Oh. <laughs> They're one for legal reasons. They're weaves. Uh, defense. Except it's an American-made show. But defense they're still heights. They're off the ground. Yeah, I could. See yeah, maybe that. the enclave is in one a uh, broken uh, turbine. Oh, yeah, or it's the thing centralized. Can, yeah, some extra turbine stuff to mm-hmm. build them. Actually, they might be on the lake because there's nothing that says a wind farm, a windmill has to be on the land. 
Yeah, it, it is the near future. And they have more reasons. And they have oil bridges between the terminals. Okay, obviously the top export is energy. Yes. Import. Food. Food. Um, if it's on the lake, um, they'd have fish. Oh, that's true. Sure. Parts? Parts? Parts, definitely. Yes. They, they need they need repair and constant like, upkeep. Ooh, they have a 3D printer. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their top exports are energy and um, <coughs> printed items. They're like the only, like, aside from Mayo, maybe they're like the only real high tech. Like, the, maybe. I'd say they're the only high tech man. Like, <laughs> um, maybe also, if we're going with the um, Weeb angle, maybe they also have entertainment. They've got no. good archives. Weebs aren't entertaining. That should be, the, um, that should be Iron Mountain. They should export information and entertainment. Okay. Cool. Okay. I really do want to make an enclave that is just Prince, and it's Prince's house, and it's all of his music. <laughs> well, Paisley Park is in downtown Minneapolis, so that that's exactly happen. why I'm thinking about it. But it, it, it died. Not in this reality. Minneapolis died. Yeah, died like Prince. Yes. <laughs> okay, I feel like that. That is fifteen. Tiny uh, I think we got enough. We're good on mini glaives for now. We can make up more as the campaign goes on. <laughs> All right. So things that uh, we need to do from now, like until you know, to get ready to basically be able to play, start playing as of next week. Um, people who want to run the game um, need to start making up jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am happy to run next week. I have uh, some jobs ideas. Uh, when we make jobs, we want to make sure we put them in this shared fo- folder. The one labeled jobs bank. The one labeled jobs bank. GM only. Add that. So don't, you know. The idea is um, as you write jobs, you can share them with other people who want to GM. Um so other people can, can use them. Uh, I say don't get greedy about the jobs you write. Let other people run them and uh, see what gets done. All right. There is currently a job in the bank uh, written by somebody. Stephen Adam? No, it's written by Stephen Lake. Yeah, so maybe you go ahead and write and, uh, you know, make sure you ma- mark that uh, there's stuff that you made, but it looks like it kind of automatically does that. Yeah. Um, and uh, everybody needs characters if they need to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I am available to run next Thursday. Okay. Oh, what time? Uh, same time, similar? Yeah, same time. Do that off mic. Yeah. Same time I did tonight, probably, yeah, we can schedule that after we get the recording. Okay. Uh, do, 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 anything else? Oh, um, I would like eventually to have a map of the region with these places located. Sure. Um, I'm kind of against that. I'm kind of for that. <laughs> Why are you against that? I, I like the idea of kind of keeping things a little more as I say, we could we could do the vague areas like this is yeah. so and so's turf. 
Yeah. Um, but not, so, so is it these precise geographical coordinates? Yeah. That's, I think a narrative is more important than your... Speaking for reformers, uh, the maps kind of really helped us get into the mood. Yeah. Uh, but we also didn't have right, so many enough. enclaves. For, for me, for so. me um, some of the... Um, some of these places have very like specific places where they're going to be. Like Castle Rock Lighthouse is in a place where we know where it's at. All right, uh, fair enough. Some of I these ones, they wouldn't necessarily have to be like precisely located, like with a dot on the map. But you might want to have so like a, this one is like close, closer to you know in this sort of general region or area. This and the other issue I'm thinking of is with this being a multi GM campaign, having somewhat firm ideas of localities will help to not step on other people's toes. Yeah, it helps things be a little more consistent, I think. All right, fair enough. Okay. Well, I should get some food in me. It is late. All right. Yes. Well, I think we can call it good for tonight. I think we had a lot of fun. Yes. Red Markets is good, and coming soon. (laughs) Depending on when this gets posted. All right. Uh, so in that case, on behalf of everybody here, which is such a huge group of people, it's awesome. Uh, good night, Internet. Before we start, oh. people should pimp their uh, podcasts. Oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. It's Hello. Got one. Hello, my name is Adam, and I am the host <laughs> of Roleplaying Exchange, joined by my co-host, Chris Ammon, who is also a co-host of Roleplaying Exchange. And I'm sometimes there. <laughs> and also Patrick is there okay, occasionally they get me on to inflict horrible pain on them Delta Green right the first time yeah uh, Noah's also pressuring me to run the Fukushima Call of Cthulhu oh yeah that's going to be them. super cool I'm excited about that oh, God damn it. Blizzard did nothing wrong that's fire I'm playtesting Fukushima on Saturday uh, mm. at a convention mm. and then once I've revised that then I'll be like yeah you can record it alright Awesome. Uh, Lonnie, do you have anything to plug? Uh, call the police. <laughs> They're holding me against my will. Um, <laughs> wait for that. I, I got nothing, dude. <laughs> We're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. Sorry. Happy to be here. And so, so and this is for technical difficulties. Uh, Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Technical Difficulties. For more episodes and content, visit our website at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com or check out our Facebook page. We're also on Twitter at TechDiffGP. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and please consider contributing via the PayPal link on the website. You have been experiencing Technical Difficulties.